Welcome to the Bad Soccer Dad Podcast, where we're asking, why do our attempts to bring out the best in young athletes often bring out the worst in parents? And what would it take to flip the script? Join us each week as we seek to develop better parents, better athletes, and better conversations. Here's your host, Steve Norman. My conversation this week is with... Naomi Norman. Naomi is my... Daughter... Naomi's been playing soccer for 10 years. Naomi's going to talk about dealing with stress, dealing with parents, dealing with aggressive opponents, uh, some other lessons that she's learned along the way. And she's also going to share what it's like to be the daughter of a A bad bad soccer soccer dad. dad. Let's jump into the podcast. So Naomi, when did you start playing soccer? At the age of three. Yeah. And was it, was it rec? Was it like little kickers? Rec. And what kind of stuff did you learn when you were three? Um, how to dribble a ball. Okay. And then after you were three, after you got done playing little kickers, what did you play? Club soccer. You went straight from little kickers to club or did you play, I thought you played rec for a little bit at, at like the kindergarten level. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did do that. And was that fun? Yeah. What was your favorite, like how did you know that you enjoyed playing soccer at that level? Um, because I liked to hang out with friends and do the sport at the same time. Yeah. Were you one of those athletes who like got distracted picking daisies or do you feel like you had like a killer instinct when you were in kindergarten? When I was in kindergarten, I was pretty competitive. I don't think I was picking flowers. All right. So you played kindergarten for a while and we didn't really know anything about club. How'd you find out about playing club soccer? Um, my friend in kindergarten had a mom who coached club soccer yeah yeah and do you remember that very first tryout mrs anderson took you right yes and what was it like it was okay because i didn't think anything of it until it got really hard (laughs) the tryout was hard or once you made the team it got hard like i didn't think the tryout would be that serious because i was five but then the reality kind of kicked in that it was more than rec. And what, what made it feel like it was serious? Just the level of people who were playing or the things the coaches were asking for? The things that coaches were asking for and the technique and other players. Okay. So like the level of competition was different? Yes, definitely. Did it stress you out? Did you get intimidated? No, it just let me know that I had to work harder. You had to step your game up? Yeah. And so what was so once you moved from rack to club, how did things change? Like how was the feel of the practices and the games different? Um, it wasn't just kind of every man for themselves like it is in rec. It was more of how can we work better as a team, even though you have to work harder as a player. Gotcha. And who is your first coach at that level? Jess. Yeah. And what did you learn from her? Um I learned more of how can we defeat a player with our foot skills. Okay. And then after that, who did you play play for? I played for Coach Danny Gordon. Yeah? What are the things that you learned from Danny? Um, a lot of things. Um, she taught me how to be a better player on and off the field. And she taught me... Um, Really good soccer advice on how to, like, be a good player, but support your team and not just focus on yourself, focus on your team. So 
Do you remember that one game when Danny was trying to teach you a lesson about what it meant to be a good sport? Like what good sportsmanship was like? Yes. Tell me what you remember from that game. Uh, we were beating this team by a lot. I think maybe like close to 10 or 11 okay. goals. And I play defense, so I don't get the opportunity to score a lot. And so she put me up top to score, but she said we had to get at least three passes up top to score. And I was right in front of the goal. But in my mind, I knew we only got two passes. So I took the opportunity and I decided not to shoot. Even though I beat the goalie, I decided not to shoot it and hand it over so that I wasn't being a bad sport. And what happened after the game? The ref came up to me and um, thanked me for my good sportsmanship and gave me a patch that said... Um, Thank you for your good sportsmanship, or something like that. I think I still have that patch. Yeah, is it in your bag somewhere? Yeah, it's from when I was like seven. That was awesome. I think that that was a moment where we, like, I know Mom and I were super proud of you because you're right, you didn't get chances to score very often, and for you to, like, kind of pull up on an open net where you had a free shot, show that you were paying attention to your coach, and it made us super grateful for some of the things that you were, you were picking up. What other memories do you have from that season or those years when you were playing for Coach Danny? A lot of good memories. I think I had good memories on and off the field, definitely. When you play soccer, you only really know people from their sports. So I learned a lot on how to, like, even though if you're with the soccer team, you can still have fun. You don't have to focus on, like, sports all the time. Yeah. But I also had, like, we also had a lot of fun when playing. We weren't all, we were all serious, but we weren't not down to have fun. Yeah, no, that's good. So um, I think one of the things that you learned at that level was toughness. Can you give any example of where you learned to play tough, play hard? Um, I learned to play tough from when I knew girls were just trying to, like, shove at me. <laughs> And I wasn't going to let that happen. So I had to learn to play back hard so that I wasn't getting beat. We played at that one field in Birmingham that was like super close to like the street. And there was like small trees in oh, between yes. the field and the street. What what happened with the tree? Um, yeah. So they had those small trees that still have like the bands to keep them down. Because so, they're still growing and they need some support. So, um, yeah, I was dribbling the ball down the field, and a girl was running at me, and I didn't want to get hit that hard, so I decided to jump, and she um, chucked me midair, and I flew into one of those little trees. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Did her, like, coach come over to help you up? Yeah, because she, she wouldn't help me up. All right, so let me ask you this question. What were some of the moments where... Maybe your parents embarrassed you because one of the themes that we've been talking about in the podcast is that parents need to be like mindful of the kinds of the things that they're saying so that they don't embarrass their kids. Were there any moments where your mother or maybe your father said something that you're like, please don't do that? Um, when you chant weird nicknames, like what? Like when you call me by my nickname that you call me at home, yeah, and then you chant it on the field, and then my teammates pick up on that that's embarrassing or like when 
I'll lose a ball and you'll yell at me like, don't let her push you, get her back. I, I, those are kind of my moments where I'm like, I know, thank you. Do you remember that one time when you were playing at Ultimate against that one girl from Waza who was mm -hmm. like your, your rival always? Yes. And I was like, don't let her push you, Naomi. And then what did she do? She yelled back at you, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a moment where I realized that maybe I was getting a little bit too into it when I was like pretending that I was talking to you, but I was actually yelling at other players. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably like a, a wake up call to turn it down a notch, huh? Mm -hmm. So when you think more about what we're trying to do with the podcast, which is encourage parents um, to let their athletes be their best selves, what, what kind of encouragement do you have for parents? Like, if you were to sit down and talk to a group of parents about how to be more supportive and more encouraging to their kids, allow their kids to enjoy the experience more, what would you say? Um, don't coach on the side of the field. It does not help you or the players. Um, just be there to encourage your kid. Don't think about the gameplay. They have coaches for that. Just try to encourage them. If they make a good play cheer them on and let them know they did well and that it's always good as a player if you make a good play and your parents cheer for you you've know you know you've made your parents proud so if you just cheer for your kid when they do well and not try to if they make a mistake don't yell at them right away and especially after games do not bring up the first thing you bring up do not have it be a negative comment have it be a positive comment after the game first okay. thing okay so, Naomi, talk about a time where you were feeling frustrated in your soccer experience and how you kind of responded to that. Yeah, so um, last year, uh, we my team drove two and a half hours away to one of our soccer games, and um, I started on the bench. I went in for two minutes at the first half, and then I got pulled out, and then the coach forgot that I was on the bench and didn't play me for the rest of the game. So I decided to meet up with him and write a letter about my experience. So this is the letter that I wrote. So coach, I'd like to say right off the bat that um, I like the way you coach and I think you have a very good coaching style. It's just I'm frustrated with the hard work I put in and get barely any playing time. When you forgot to put me in, I felt like I was kind of unvaluable and forgotten. I didn't have a place on this team, and the fact that my mom and I made the long drive for me to play as your player on your team, and I know that it's not my job to tell you to put me in or even ask you because you told us in the beginning of the year that you had a plan for this team, and I didn't want to mess up that plan. For that game, so I just sat there and paid attention like I was supposed to until I heard your plan for me. I was pretty distraught when I didn't when you didn't tell me your plan. I felt something that I've never felt before and something I hope to never feel again. It was a feeling of not wanting to play soccer and just move it out of my way and know that to never give up on things. I know that to never give up on things and solve my problems on my own. So that is why I'm here today right now. I feel like I'm not getting the playing time that I need and if this is because of the way I play what do I need to fix so that I can improve and make my mark on the team and do well so that I can get more playing time? I know I'm a very confident person when it comes to soccer, but on this team, I haven't 
felt my confidence because I keep getting moved to different positions and this hasn't allowed me to get comfortable with my favorite position. I have played... I have played defense all my life, and if I started in there more and more, I'm positive it will boost my confidence level and make my mark on the team. Thank you, Coach. So you wrote that letter in the car on the way to the conference with the coach, right? Yes. And when Mom and I and Coach sat down and we asked you to read your letter, were you nervous? Oh, definitely, yes. So you got through it, and then how did Coach respond? He said, I coach a lot of teams, even um, some high school girls around the age 16 or 17, and I don't think I've ever had a player confront me with such confidence and good wording. Are you glad that you wrote it? Yes. Did things change later in that season? Definitely. How so? Um, I think once I read it to him, he realized he made a mistake. And I don't, he's, that whole year, he never made that mistake again. So I think, um. The mistake of, like, not putting you in a game at all? The mistake of not putting me in. He always, and I think that just, um, not even with me, but I think it made him think more often. So, like, on the games, he'd always be looking at the bench and see, like, so who have I not put in in a while? So I think it just opened his eyes to a situation that he was not looking at. Do you feel like his respect level for you changed after that conversation? Of course, yes, definitely. Were you ever tempted not to have that conversation with him? Um, yes, I didn't want to have it at first. But then um, it's one of those things where you don't really want to do it. But if you don't, if you don't do it, it won't help your situation. So do you feel like you had more respect for yourself after you had that conversation? Yes. I think it pushed me out of my comfort zone a little bit, which is what I needed. Good. So talk to me about the day when you tried out for that team, because you had played with Birmingham United for pretty much like your whole whole soccer career when we were living in Detroit. And then we moved here to Grand Rapids and you were trying out for a new club, new team, girls that you'd never met before. And you're really hoping that you'd make the... The first team on that tryout, what what happened on that day? Um, I think I was really, I was really, really nervous. And usually it helps at tryouts when you know your friends. Like if you know people at tryouts, it just helps you feel better because everyone knows tryouts are a scary thing. No one, no one really has a safe spot. Um, so I didn't have anyone to talk to. Coaches did not know who I was. They had no clue how I played, and going into that, I knew I had to work my butt off to make the first team, and when I got my results back that I made the second team, it was kind of really disappointing because I tried really hard, and I just didn't get granted with the first team. So, But there were some other girls that you met that day who were also pretty devastated not to have made the first team. What what did you say to these people that you'd never met before when you guys were walking off the field together? Yeah, so I was standing next, I was walking off the field, and next to this, uh, next to me was this girl that also made the second team. And she was just bawling her eyes out. Like, she was very disappointed. So I just decided to go up to her. I'll be like, hi, what's your name? She's like, my name's Claire. I was like, nice to meet you, Claire. I'm Naomi. I go, let me guess, you didn't get the results you wanted. She's like, yeah. I I go, don't worry. If you try really hard this year, maybe you'll make it next year. 
you shouldn't give up on your dreams. And didn't you also say like, hey, there were some kids who didn't even make the second team? Yeah, I also told her that there was a third team. And I go, you missed, you did good for not making the third team. So you said like, hey, neither of us made the first, but we made the second. Let's be thankful for that and make the most of it. Yeah, definitely. So I, I just want to tell you like how proud I was of you in that moment because like I knew that you were disappointed for yourself, but like you were able to hit pause and like consider what other people were feeling in that moment, and that's like way more mature than anything I did when I was eleven. You probably get that like compassion and kindheartedness from your mom. Maybe. Yeah. So you've got tryouts coming up again this season. Yes. In what a week and a half? Yeah. What's going through your mind? A lot of stress. Yeah? Why? Um, I think I'm going to try out for the same club again, but I don't know. And I know I'm not guaranteed a spot for anything, so that kind of just scares me because I want to do my best and just get to the first team this year. So you were training a little bit with just you had just like a couple sessions with Nikki who played college at a D1 level. She played for University of Michigan. What kind of tips was Nikki giving you about how to like not stress and have the right mental frame of mind heading into competitions or maybe even into this tryout? Yeah, so Nikki was a great coach. She not only she taught 50% about playing, but another good 50% about the whole mental game. And uh, she told me that she stressed a lot. So she put this dot on her wrist. And every time she made a bad pass and thought like, oh, I'm not good enough. Like I should have made a better pass. She just looked at her dot. And then she that told her to change her whole mindset and just to start over and tell herself, okay, you messed up once. How can we fix that and do better the next time? Do parents help kids feel less pressure going into tryouts and games, or do the expectations of parents create more pressure for athletes going into tryouts and games? I think parents give more pressure because I think your parents, not in like a bad way, but I think your parents just want the best for you, and you just want to make them proud. So it kind of stresses you out. like You feel like you have to do really well so that you impress yourself and make your parents proud. Do you think that parents believe that the best for you is always to be on the top team at the top club? I mean, it depends what kind of parent you have. But for me personally, no. I don't think my parents think that. So you've played on the first team at certain levels. You've played on the second team at certain levels. Do you think sometimes it's better for you to play on like a lower team and get more minutes or to play on the highest team and ride the bench like what's been your experience I think even being on the highest team is really good but I think you want to especially in club you want to get the most out of like you paid a lot for club you want to make the most of it like you want to enjoy your season and I don't think um, playing on the bench is how to enjoy your best season so for you you're saying it's sometimes it's better to get it your preference would be to get more minutes than to ride the bench on the next level up yeah definitely okay so what have been from some of your favorite experiences from this season um 
I think some really good things are when we go on tournaments and we stay in hotels. I think that is really fun, not only because it's just like you're going on an adventure with your team, but like as a player, I know I definitely have a different like attitude for soccer than I do in real life. Like, when I'm at soccer, I'm playful, but I'm also very focused. Okay. And, like, people have, I think, mostly a lot of athletes had, like, two sides. One is, like, a sports side, and one is, like, your outside of sports side. So it's nice to, like, when you go on tournaments and you see people out of their uniform and you just see their actual personality, you get to know your team better, and I think you play better as a team because now you know truly who they are as a person and a player so you would say one of the highlights of being on a team and being in a tra- plan at the travel level is just the really good friendships that you make because you're getting a chance to spend like a lot of time with those people and see them out of like a normal environment like school yeah okay so you you read that letter about you feeling like you'd lost your confidence and so yes. like one of our like our prayer for you as parents is that since that experience was just kind of a rough one that like God would open doors for you to get your confidence back. Do you feel like that's a prayer that is being answered? Um, yes. How so? Um, I feel like this year has definitely boosted my confidence a little bit because I think just with a different coach who's a little bit chiller, Okay. I think it's just... I don't have so much pressure on me. Like, when I mess up, I don't get, like, super down. I, like, I'm like, okay, let's get the next one. With some other coaches that are really strict, though, once you make a bad pass, you're just like, oh, coach hates me. I'm going to be sitting on the bench. Okay. I'm not going to do well. So, yeah. All right. Well, hey, um, Naomi, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and wrap up here, but are there any... Like coaches, fans, friends that you want to give shout outs to for helping you become the player and the person that you are? Oof. Um, Coach Danny. Yeah. Coach Jake. Coach Jess. I think that's it. They've They've all been really, really good coaches to me. I'm very grateful to have them in my life. Awesome. Anything that you would say to young athletes who may be feeling pressure from their parents and their parents don't know that they're putting pressure on them, what would you say to an athlete about having a conversation with their parent about their expectations and maybe some of the anxiety that they're causing? What would you say? Um, Talking to your parents about pressure is hard. It's not an easy topic to talk about. Um. But if you just be honest with your parents and just tell them in a nice way, just tell them that, like, they're getting anxiety about it, and you just tell them, like, if you, the one thing you can do as a parent to make me a better player is just give me encouragement and just believe in me and support me. And, yeah. If there's one thing that you would need me and mom to start doing or stop doing that would make us better soccer parents, what would it be? Um, you can, I think you guys are pretty encouraging parents. I just think our volume level 
can be turned a few notches. What are you talking? It's, it's mom, right? It's mom that's too loud? It's you. Oh, jeez. All right. Fair enough. Point taken. <laughs> Naomi, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Appreciate your input. Good luck on tryouts coming up. And I uh, can't you. wait to have you back on the show. It was a real honor and privilege to be able to interview Naomi today. I'm learning... Uh, at least as much from her as she learns from me. I'm learning how to be a better person, learning how to take things into perspective, learning how to remind myself what matters and what doesn't, not just about sports, but about life. When I watch her play and I watch her process, uh, wins, losses, and everything that's in between. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to Bad Soccer Dad on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, and leave us a review. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.